Critics say the Perfect Pair podcast is a marriage and relationship fixer. Okay. You messed up, you messed up. And I finally had to just say, you know what, I messed up. And right. I left it alone. And then we good. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Do I need to slap the hell out of you? I right wish you would. See us two <laughs> fighting on this podcast today. <laughs> what? You lost your damn mind. Download, subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and watch on YouTube. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bubbles. Um, I'm Terry Williams. The gentleman over to my far left is Mr. Ben Dunn. Howdy. And I'm sure you all remember and recognize the lovely lady in the middle of us. She's joining us again. We didn't scare off. She's back. Stephanie Nadal. Actually, the last time I was here, I I thought it was longer. So I kind of like when we saw, we had, you know, there's a time limit. But I was like, oh, oh, okay, bye. Have more stuff to say? (laughs) I guess I'll come back. (laughs) Yes, you can definitely get it out today. Definitely. So, um, Stephanie, I like that. I know. I like that. Branding. Branding. I like that. I like that. It's Stephanie. So, what's been going on? You know, I'm just in the middle of uh, getting ready for the big holiday season here, 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, doing a lot of traveling this year, more than I have even when I was traveling with my touring show band, Vince Fans and the Valiants. This is actually, when I say travel, I mean, I traveled probably more then, but um, I've flown more. Yeah. Like actually taken. I see your. You know, planes, trains, and automobiles, but this year's been a lot of travel, a lot of flights. Yeah, I see you're, pre- you're, pre- you're pretty much every weekend. Every weekend, yes. I'm making a. Uh, pretty much a full-blown career out of it right now. This is kind of making hay while the sun's shining. Very, very grateful that uh, there's a body of work that has so much nostalgia that I was attached to. Um, you know, I'm obviously, you know, always working, looking for new work and mm-hmm. auditioning and seeking a new agent. So I'm in the middle of doing a lot of that. But I also do this kind of stuff, too, the podcast and and uh, reaching out to the fans online and streaming and um, kind of learning the ropes with technology. But, yeah, mostly traveling, Comic-Cons, meet and greets, comic stores. Um, yeah. I do some special appearances for anti-bullying. and oh, um, sweet. Um, and I've got a lot of mental uh, illness awareness and addiction and kind of work with young with youth mostly mm-hmm. um, who are experiencing issues with that. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm peppering in some of that because that's a great way to give back. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with stuff you've been through yourself. What about you? Doing the same? Uh, well, no, so I'm just uh, hanging around, doing my comics, you know, going to a few shows here and there, just uh, leading a sedentary life. Being, being <laughs> the, I'm not traveling as much as you are, that's for sure. Being the uh, <laughs> the amazing creative artist uh, like you are, you can do that pretty much anywhere as long as you have your yes, materials that's true. with you. Yeah, that's that just one advantage of being an artist. You don't have to uh-huh. move around a lot to, to do what you want to do, you know. 
that's the beauty of self-employed. You can kind of work when you can and when you want. You can work as much as you want or as little as yeah, you want. Yeah, but sometimes you want to you you have for the steady R&R. paycheck is nice, too. It yeah. is nice. <laughs> it you is. have to have, it's all about, it sounds cliche, but it's all about balance. Right. You know, yeah. same with you. I mean, you've yeah. been doing some shows as well with oh, your Oh, I've comics. done, I've traveled a lot this year, way more yeah. than I thought I would. Um, yeah. And I've loved it. <laughs> Welcome I've met to the some, madness. I've met so many really cool people, and that's kind of like, what I was blown away by, you know, I've always been a fan of comics, always gone to a few cons, mm-hmm. but this year going in the capacity that I've gone in, I kind of, I've been to a couple where I've gotten to just go as just a guest, just to go and kind of look around and oh, see Oh, right, everything. attendee. Yeah, an attendee. Right? I buy a ticket and go and, and yeah. that's been really fun and just it is fun from being on the other end of the table. On the right. other side is the vendor to right. the other side. And so I forgot what that's like. Uh-huh. And so just going around and like seeing folks like you and meeting the people that are there, like, yeah, it's really cool. Like, it's really fun watching you guys interact. And, and oh, fortunately, right. I've been to shows with both of you. I've known you so long that it seems like, you know, you're just being middle you. school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Durant, just, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's really cool that you, that you guys, you know, there's no air that you guys are just you. Like I see Ben yeah. in a in setting element. and he's just Ben, he's just drawing and talking yeah. and getting to know people. And I think that's what with both of you drop, drop people into your realm mm-hmm. with voice acting and with the comics. Right. Like, oh, this guy, guy like his work, but he's a nice guy too. Yeah. Getting to know the person, yeah. the face to face interactions has always been my favorite. I mean, I'm a people person and, and uh, so that's my personal favorite. It, it's not, it's, I don't think about the money. I don't think about the income. I don't think about any of that. Um, when you really, I feel like when you're really doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're using your talents to share with the world, that all falls into place. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you don't obsess about any one thing and you just kind of do your thing and explore that passion and then you share it and then you just kind of. Wow, it sounds, know, share, sounds really exciting. It's it's kind of deep, but it's like shining your light. And, um, you know, I mean, that's kind of what we're all supposed to be doing. Yeah. We've all right. got purpose. We've all got something, you know, talents and skills that we're kind of naturally good at. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. I mean, and, when you go to a show, I mean, when people come up to you, okay, do, uh, uh, and what do they usually say to you when they first meet you? I mean, do they, are they surprised to meet the voice actors behind yeah. their favorite characters? Do they have like a different impression of what? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the first meeting, you know, it's always different. I mean, it depends on if it's a, a, a kid that's watched it with his father or sometimes whole families come up. That, to me, is my favorite because then I get to kind of meet the whole family and then we do a group picture. And then there's just a, uh, I'm a, you know, I grew up with a big family, you know, and I don't have one now. So it's fulfilling of that void of being around families and kids and and um, and, and really listening to them talk about what the show meant to them, what maybe my character meant to them, mm-hmm. how that voice was ingrained in their childhood or how it's incorporated in into their life. It was, you know, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z comics, whatever it is at any age is a great escape. It, it's mm-hmm. a, a great way to kind of like deal with life and kind of like channel your energy into something that you're getting something back from and um you know keeping kids you know safe and off the streets and you know if dragon ball and dragon ball z did that for people then that's amazing some of the some of the uh, stories that i hear are are literally almost um cause tears i mean there's some some kids that you know had broken families or they were a victim of domestic abuse which i can relate to and you know it's it's powerful Mm -hmm. to know that 
that we we make impacts when we don't realize we're making these impacts by just simply just sharing, voicing sharing a, a gift, voicing TV, a character, yeah. or being silly with a voice, or you know, um, I just think that that's a great way for people to just you know get get away from maybe some thing, hard times, or to, to empower them to be strong or resilient in well, you allow times them to of escape. adversity. You allow them to escape into a different world, right? And I think about it now. I mean, at first, I'm like, why, why, why are somebody people think I'm famous, or what, what is going on here? Like, what is this all about? And then I think, oh, well, what was my idol? You know, Donna Summer, or disco, or music, or whatever it is. We all uh, latch onto something, you know, as a child, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we become like a, uh, I call it the, you know, you nerd out on something. So you can't really make fun of nerds because nerds are. Anybody, We've taken everybody. over the world. We've taken we, over. I know. Yeah. I'm good with it. I've yeah. always been a misfit. Yeah. It used you know? to be back so. in the 80s and the 90s. There right. were so much. But, yeah, but now know. it's like, it, it's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. mainstream and anime is mainstream. And um, so my, the face-to-face um, interactions are powerful for me. Yes. Um, and they get me through my rough times and give me some sense of purpose. Yep. So I've really just been embracing it and having a lot of fun with it. Well, uh, for new, new listeners, okay, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your early, your career. Um, mm-hmm. new listeners. Hello. <laughs> um, I am a, uh, I started out, uh, really, um, latching onto music, um, before I could probably really even talk and I, you know, pop music mm-hmm. and what you hear and auditory things as a child, you know, really, it, you can pick up on stuff like that before you even realize what it is and how it's impacting you. And so it was ingrained in me. I'm just really glad that both my parents were, um, music lovers. There was always a nice stereo in the house. Even if we didn't have a whole lot, we had always had music and, the second I had a microphone in my hand, it was like, I'm, I'm hooked. Yep. At three years old, dad's like, you got to go to bed. And I just did not want to let go of that microphone. Yep. And then it became, um, you know, playing around on piano. And then um, we moved around a lot. So it was kind of like piano lessons here and um, writing songs and poetry. And I uh, was always very creative and, and expressive anyway. And that was a good way for me to kind of channel that. But as I grew up, it became musicals and talent shows and dance competition. And I even took baton. That was one thing I wasn't the greatest at, but I did do anything and everything I could, I could do ballet mm-hmm. tap, you know, and then I got into, uh, the Vince fans and the Valiants thing right out of, right out of high school. I went mm-hmm. to UNT for music and was majoring in drama and was, you know, active in the musical scene and some community theater here and there in North Texas and Denton. And then it just kind of took off because once I was on the road with Vince Vance, I was, it was like, here's my resume that, I look back now, that's the start of my real professional career. And um, now we're having our 52nd anniversary, coincidentally, uh, wow. next weekend. 50, wow. did I say 52? Oh 52 years. You're dating yourself. I <laughs> am dating myself. I was a fetus when I joined the band. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm thinking. That's like, yeah, no, wait, math's no. not adding up. Right, I know. Well, young at heart. Yeah. And, st- and I, I do not act my age, which uh, I right. hope is well, good. I try to be I. mature, but um, well, You're only as young kid, as you feel. Right? right, the little kid's right there, yeah, right? I feel seven. <laughs> yeah, I know. I still feel like we're in middle school. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's yeah. A, you know, I find it fascinating because obviously your parents encouraged you quite a bit, you know, gave yeah. you a lot of support, which mm-hmm. you know, I think is very important because I think a lot of families don't understand when right. someone has a dream that they want to do something. It's important. Yeah. It's important. It was that, mostly once my parents split, it was, you know, my dad was out of state and he's still out of state. Um, and um, my mom was my biggest cheerleader and I stuck by her side even through the divorce and her remarriage and really trying to tolerate step step families oh, coming mom, in and out. Right? And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and um, she's still in my, in my heart. Um, she passed away right when oh, I got sorry. into uh, the voice of Gohan. Mm-hmm. And so 
I have a lot of personal experience to draw from when it's like the father-son Kamea scene and the cell saga. The fans will know what I'm talking about. So um, I've draw I've drawn a lot of my inspiration from real life. It's fantastic. Real life challenges, and we all have them. So we all tell, have them. tell the audience what characters have you played? So I'm mostly known for the voices of OG Kikoku from Dragon Ball and uh, Iskai <laughs> and uh, Baby Trunks. Ah! And don't forget Gohan, don't hurt my daddy, and Super Saiyan Gohan from Dragon Ball Z. And this is all OG. When I say OG, there's been different recordings before and during and after, and so we're the fun. That's the Funimation OG dub from 1999. That is amazing. This, I mean, uh, you those are. Male characters, right? I, I tried out for the females. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was like, "Oh, I'm at an audition." The little great. kids coming to shock says, oh, "I could did. never That's imagine just you what I was about to ask. Is get, how often do you get like? I have to prove it. Like you're a girl. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. It was really prominent when I first was dubbing, and it was airing on uh, Cartoon Network for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I was my first Comic Con, which I had never even known what Comic Cons were was San Diego Comic-Con, oh, and gosh. four of us. Good one to start off yeah, with. I know. I was like, what? There was like Star Wars, mm, you know, people. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, Lou Ferrigno, all these people that I, I still see sometimes. But um, I really had to prove it then because it had just come out on, on TV. Nobody really even knew who we were as mm -hmm. far as what we looked like because they just, you know, heard the voices. So I remember doing the voice all day long, all weekend long, and I was so fried <laughs> afterwards. I did it because, you know, it's for the fans. But they were like, but you're a girl. Because most of the fans then, they're all over 30 now, but at the time they were, you know, mm -hmm. 8, 9, yeah. 10 yeah. years old, maybe a little older. But um, The kids have no conception of that. Right. You know? And I think about it now and I think back, oh, yeah, I didn't really realize I was watching Looney Tunes, you know, and Smurfs or whatever we were watching when right. we were kids yep. Saturday morning. And um, I didn't put the two together until I got the auditions and started really getting out in the industry and, and realizing, wow, I guess I think I wanted to be a voice actor <laughs> before I knew the profession. Yep. You know, like as a kid, and I don't even remember me, I was yes. pretty silly about... Doing it was always, it was lot. always, yeah, you are always that girl who's, you're still you. You've not changed. <laughs> I know, you. I told you. I the, told you. The singing, the, mm -hmm. the just give this girl a mic and step away. Yeah, <laughs> there's some people that are like, are she's you comfortable own, she's introducing yourself? Yeah, she's gonna and I'm like, it. give me that mic. Yeah, she's going to own Hello, it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and I, I have a lot of experience with stage being with Vince Vance and the Valiants and then working with them off and on for over two decades. I never went back to college. I'm not telling you guys not to go to college. You should go to college. Go to college. <laughs> but um, I, 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 I was doing what I wanted, and I was gaining the experience um, hands-on, mm -hmm. you know, sleeping on the airport floors, you know, may or may not get a shower that day, the, the tour bus breaking down, and having a family on the road that you didn't necessarily choose, but you better work it out because yeah. you're, you're, yeah, you're stuck, stuck together. And then, you, you know, there's a respect for everybody and what they bring to the table. And so I've been in, you know, show bands, since, you know, age 19, 18 was my first one, but my first real big job was with Vince Vance, and you guys can look him up. He's, uh, he's got oh, the, yeah. All I Want for Christmas is You, the original 1989 yeah. country Christmas song. Wow. He's, a, he's like, in, I know in, in our area, southern Oklahoma, north Texas, he's yeah. kind of a legend. Yes, he is a I legend. Mean, you can't and go anywhere without knowing who he is or what right. he's meant to someone has gotten their start from right. someone that was in, man, either I mean, associated with him or in his band or from him himself. And and, and members of the band yeah, and musicians exactly, yeah. in the area. And he's uh, originally from New Orleans, and so uh, Vince Vance is a legend even more so in New Orleans and all throughout the uh, cruising the coast and all, all along yep. Mississippi, Biloxi, and uh, mostly New Orleans and all around yes. Louisiana. He's actually uh, been inducted, and all of us that were in the band at the time were inducted in the Louisiana 
Music Hall, Hall of Fame. Yep, because when I was in New Orleans for uh, uh, New Orleans, um, there one was a the there? con there. There was mm-hmm. a con earlier this year, and one of the folks that were by me actually. You know, some of the vendors, which I didn't realize, but some of the vendors will bring their own, like a little speaker or whatever. Oh. And they were playing Vince Vance and the Valiant stuff. Wow. Yeah, he's I'm got like, some albums. Yeah. Wow. We, okay. we put out one. I know I was I was on about five or six of them, but the, m- the most prominent prominent one I was on was Tamale Wagon. And that was, um, I did When I Close My Eyes, which is a pop 80s pop ballad. So that was my first, like, real, like... Like, I'm releasing a song. That was <laughs> 20. Well, I'm yeah. very, very exciting. Yeah, and there's one that's shelled that I'll, I'll be telling you guys about later. I'm hoping to put it up. It's a, it's called The Cookies. I worked with Brave Combo out of Denton, Texas. Carl Finch is the original me, uh, main member, and he's still they're still going strong, too, by the way. Um, Nuclear Polka Band, they've won Grammys, and they're amazing. Wow. I worked with him, and boy, did I get some experience in the studio with mm-hmm. him because he's a producer, a musician, a singer. Um, he's been a band leader for 30 40 years now. So I, I got to work with people that uh, I didn't even know at the time, you know, were really teaching me just simply by me watching and observing yeah. and listening and paying attention. And so once I left uh, Vince Vance and started working locally in the Dallas Fort Worth region, I joined a band called The Project. And then at that point, I was under the the umbrella of working with show bands for weddings, parties, private parties, and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever special events. And so um, I was ready at that point. To front a band, and so we worked at the. I don't know if you remember me talking about the High Rollers at the Windstar mm-hmm. World Casino. There's some stuff about that on my website, which is just stephaninadolny.com. And uh, I was able to be a front a front person, finally oh, be like wow. the entertainer, like the front. That's great. That's great. Uh, interaction. You know, it was a senior breakfast. There was a lot of senior moments. There was a lot of comedy, <laughs> really cheesy stuff, but it came naturally for me because I literally learned from the master. I mean, Vince Vance is like yeah. the, the king of cheese. I mean, yeah. He's, uh, it's a it's a show. It's not just music. It's not just costumes. It's a visual auditory experience. Mm-hmm. And so I learned about, you know, stage presence and, you know, the magic behind not walking around in your costume until it's time to go on stage. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's all these little, like, unwritten rules that you learn when you're performing in front of an li- a live audience. Yep. And so I, I feel like I kind of just naturally got it from observing for all mm-hmm. those years. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win in well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, it's amazing. I mean, it just you goes know. to show you that when you have great talent, it's timeless. You it, know? it is. And we did it a 50s to the 90s, style, yeah. which is the classic, so you know they're good. You yeah. know, they're, yeah. they're, they're standing the, se- the, test, the of test of time. And then you th- I got to throw in some of the musical theater and the acting because I'd had some of that as well. Mm-hmm. So we actually were characters. We were f- like the Valionettes, yeah. Violet, <laughs> yeah, you were Venus, Victoria, yeah, exactly. Vanessa. We all had V names. Those yeah. were our show names. Because Vince, Vince was a character. Yeah. I mean, it was. He, it's a show. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, it was a show. 
you yeah, you walk out and the, the audience is there and it's like let's let's go. Well, yeah. that's that's what, that's, that's what audiences want. They just want to be entertained. They and do. When you can entertain them, then you know you fulfilled your uh, you fulfilled yeah. your obligation basically. Yeah, <laughs> and I worked with a lot of different musicians, a lot of different singers, girl singers. I, I started recruiting starlets um, after I'd been in the band five, six, seven, eight years. After a while, I started recruiting because I knew what we needed mm -hmm. if, if one was leaving if one of the girls were leaving for whatever reason I knew how to go out and recruit <laughs> and so now I'm like I feel like I'm kind of like this little starlet mentor person nice. yes. and uh, I was able to teach some some voice and I can always go back to that sure. teaching kids teaching kids and be beginner so, piano I never thought I'd be a piano teacher I was like how can I possibly do that but it's yeah. beginner it's pretty <laughs> yeah. easy and I, but um yeah so I've just I'm just doing a little bit of everything and then just kind of like available for something new if cool. um the right time the right project the right director so i know you're um, looking for an agent correct you're still yeah a, I'm, I'm a freelance kinda. i'm freelance right now um i do have some agents that do book me for um, comic cons and appearances mm -hmm. but right now I'm, I'm in the process of, of looking for an agent that can um bring me more uh, opportunities to audition for new projects absolutely so with the um strike over SAG-AFTRA mm -hmm. strike and everything does that affect kind of or do you see that affecting where you're go going to be looking as far as your stuff with um, voice acting and that kind of thing thankfully it hasn't affected me really at all mm -hmm. since it all happened and I'm hoping they're coming to a to a close with that yep. I think I, I heard yeah. that they were and that's that's great um so it hasn't affected me and mainly this what I'm doing now is an extension of of the body of work that's mm -hmm. already been that's long, already done. long done but um, going forward, I, you know, I worry about AI and I worry about, um, people, I mean, uh, you know, artists that, uh, either replicate or are not really, yeah, it's so not what's really their art. About that? Do you think that that's going to be a, I a worry. issue in the future? Or? I've already had people AI my voice really? and put stuff out. No and, way. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Gohan singing a song or, you Oh, know. okay. Right. I mean, Is that I, with I, or without your permission? Uh, without, I mean, they, if they, they can take any voice. I mean, the computer Mm -hmm. I don't even know yeah. what the technology is like, to be honest. I'm not really up to date with that. I'm still kind of old school. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I worry about it because it uh, taking away the the the, the actual organic, I can't think of the word, but. The inflection. The analog. Nuance of the yeah, voice. Yeah, the actual. Yeah. It's very artificial. Signature. Yeah, yeah. It's arti artificial. It takes you. That's why it's called mean, artificial. Person. I mean, even yeah. if it's like things that are. You might not think are good, but like like a signature on your voice or a signature on your style. Right. I mean, I mean, I've had I was or at that a little tiny inflection. In yeah, your there's voice, something there know. that you'd like to think would be kind of like copyrighted, well, or there'd, there'd be some kind of a respect there. Mm -hmm. right. With I, know, I mean, I know um, my friend Ozzy in Orlando does a lot of my work. Um, he's amazing, Ozzy Devirus, and he's had people imitate his work. It's a compliment, but it's also like kind of treading on my territory here like it's your own yeah, style you yeah, know exactly yeah. and uh so i can i'm looking at it from a, just a creative artist in general so i'm trying to look at you know how people like you feel because i know that if there's an ai artist at a comic-con that i've worked with they they've been asked to leave yeah well um, it, it's just not it's, it's theft basically yeah yeah i mean that's really what it comes down to it's not really you know? your plagiarism when you're writing or you're taking uh, uh, absolutely i mean it's one thing if you're an artist and you're copying somebody else's "Quote unquote style." If you're, right. but if it's a human doing it, then it's never going to be exact or precise. Right, right. You know? You're going to know. Like I know yeah. when somebody shows me like something. bands who do cover songs, for instance. Right. You know, you can tell uh -huh. that they're not the original band. Right. You know, they can come really close, but they it's might. Not it's the a original. mimic. Yeah, oh, you exactly. have your inflection, but your... it's at least a human performing 
actually you know, physically that, that thing. doing. So it. you can tell. Yeah. With AI, it's you know you don't you take away that human factor. There's a human element there, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of equate it to analog versus digital. There's like a, a warmth and a um, an authentic. There's yes. something authentic about the real like voice or the real instrumentation that's actually being recorded, and so. I know when I worked with Carl Finch of Brave Combo, we always did you know, we did analog. We and, and I think there's still still a way to do that. But I know that once you digitize something, um, and it can actually be measured, mm-hmm. that's when I think it can compromise the yeah. authentic, authenticity authenticity <laughs> authenticity. Well, yeah. until we pass <laughs> until we pass legislation or laws to protect artists, yeah, you know, it's yeah. going to. It's the wild. Well, I think some them. people literally <clears throat> they don't know they're doing it. Like they think, oh, I, you know this. You know, or they copy something mm-hmm. and make it their own or say it's theirs, and they may have dr- drawn it, but um, some people just, they don't realize they're doing it. So right. I, I think you got to be careful about coming down on someone who may not, oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. You know, Especially they, give people if they're, if they're trying to pass it off as the original. Right. Yes. Oh, that's, that's when, where yeah, the there's danger a big lies. issue. Right, yeah, and then, you know. then, then they're accepting payment. So mm-hmm. then, yes. then you're, then you're, yeah. you're generating an income right. off of it. And so yeah. then that's which a is, whole different ball Which is wax. taking money out of your, your pockets. Right. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. Because, like, it's mm-hmm. one thing to have you be and do a commission of Wonder Woman for me, but it's not affecting George Perez or any of, the, any of those mm. former artists because it's your rendition of Wonder right. Woman. Right, right. So, well, yeah. uh, legally speaking, I really shouldn't even be doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the idea is that, you know, if I do a commission for you, you're not going to monetize. Right, exactly. It's yeah. just for it, your yeah, own. Yeah, it's for me. Yeah. Exactly. This is what I want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, in, in assuming uh, that you're not monetizing, mm-hmm. you know, they, then most people yeah. look the other way. Yeah, you know, and it's still a human being actually sat down and actually yeah. did the work. It, it, at that point, it's an original. Yeah, as opposed and to someone. You can just put it in a, your house yeah. or whatever. As opposed you to a computer that, drawing. That yeah. actually brings I, up to another that. subject. Uh, yeah. When you bring up AI, um, I recently read there was a voice actor who was complaining that he wasn't getting uh, work because he wasn't the right. Um, he wasn't the right person. In other words, he wasn't playing the right ethnic. Persuasion. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if yeah, you heard about I that have. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what's your thought about that? Um, I mean, if it's if if the, the director likes the talent and 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 it's producing the results that the 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 director or maybe the one writing it, I don't know. Um, I I think that sometimes, again, we go back to money. I, I money is if there's money involved, it gets very complicated, and I think that. Sometimes people that may not be involved in the creative process at all, like they're not the one in the in the booth that are recording the with the voice actor and the director, like people that aren't even there or have no idea what's going on. The higher ups, you know, are looking at we want, you know, ratings or we want uh, the box office. We want big, big money. We want this to, you know, and so I think a lot of times those decisions are you know, out of out of some of the director's hands, and they have to like go with who somebody else may have cast. Yeah, it seems very I just short- know the politics, um, <laughs> even in Dallas. It, it seems Worth, very short sighted because we're no longer in a meritocracy. You know, mm-hmm. the thing is, is that it used to be you were, well, I'm hoping it still is, that you were hired based on your talent, right? And your ability, not because uh-huh. of who, you know, your name or if you're already you're playing this ethnic person on on a, on a cartoon show. You right. have to be. That ethnic persuasion, yeah. not because I mean, if, you're qualified. If the, if the creator, director, the person behind the project is good with it, I mean, and they can produce it and it sounds 
like that ethnic and it's it sounds really you right, know, I mean, it's, then I mean, if they're doing a good job, that that's great. I mean, I'm I'm happy for anybody and everybody that. Yeah, can if you were going by that standard, then you could probably say, well. But if it's a big name <laughs> or it's already an actor that may or may not have ever voice acted in their life. Yes, that's another thing. That's I, a whole other, yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, all the big movies, and I mean Shrek and all those. Yeah, not that they say, didn't do a good job. Just because they're a big name. We have Eddie Murphy as yeah, and then they therefore because it's Eddie Murphy's because name it's attached. Eddie Murphy or because it's Robin Williams, who by the way was a great. Yes, voice but actor, those but those guys were stand-up comedians, so yeah. they are used to. Uh, doing the voice, vocalization, vocalization and kind of having some acting. You know? But I'm talking experience. about actors who have no experience at all in voice so acting. So like The Rock, for instance. Yes, and they just yeah, and they think they can they can just, voice act, and they yeah, it's and really a, a very nuanced profession. Right. You know? It's 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 embodying the character through the voice with mm-hmm. you know that's all you've got to work with. You've yeah. just got the voice. It's got to be, you know, it's yeah. got the yeah. It's like with me it. from growing up. Again, my age is coming through with the Transformers. I know uh, how old you are because I'm the same. I age. know <laughs> with the cartoon character with the transform Transformers a cartoon. Mm-hmm. For me, I was so overly excited when the live action came out because they kept Peter Cullen as the voice of Optimus Prime. And oh, I was like, they did. That's the only voice that could be. They could mm-hmm. never change that because it wouldn't be. Optimus Prime anymore right. to me because right. that's the epitome of who I grew up listening to. That was Optimus's right. voice. Right, and unfortunately, so, they do get sometimes yeah. replaced. I yeah. know I've been replacing Kai and Super, right. but and you the can voices tell. are completely different. Yeah. Oh, the but voice you can tell. Yeah. And the fans you know, know. Yeah, and a yeah, lot of times you're like, tell. oh, it's not, it's not you know, it's just not like, the why same. Why do they do that? Because you, I equate Optimus Prime to Peter Cullen's voice. Yeah, they're one and the same. And I know there are kids like my son equates now that he knows who you are because. You know, yeah. listen to the podcast, Beyond the Bubbles, listen to it. That's but, great. But because he was a big Dragon Ball Z fan when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and he was like, he got when I told him I was interviewing you, and this kind of said, oh, wait, it's a girl? Yeah. And then it was like, oh. oh. And he, Which one? Which he character? He told me, <laughs> Goku, he told me when there was a change, uh, what's it, Goku or Gohan? Goku or Gohan. Well, Kid Goku is in Dragon Ball, and he's the protagonist yeah. and, and, um, in Dragon Ball Z, um, Goku has a son named Gohan, right. and I played Gohan, but I got cast as Gohan first. But one of them was, but is still, you were replaced. Mm-hmm. In Kai. Yeah, and yeah, he was like, it's Kai. not, it's, it's not, not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not right. that person. It's not that character any longer. Right, and, right. And, it, that, and unfortunately, was, those things do happen. Yeah, and and but, I and it happened with OKKO. Mm-hmm. I was working with uh, OKKO, Let's Be Heroes, um, in Cart- Cartoon Network prior to COVID. This was back in like 2012 through about, 17 um i was the only cast member that was not la based and but the, the director wanted me to be ko and okay ko and so we worked it out and then i flew in a couple times but we recorded it wasn't anime we recorded all together in the same room and went played off each other then they animated later mm-hmm. so we worked with like storyboards and stuff um but then unfortunately after i was working on the project the first eight episodes uh the, the, the powers that be like i said that that have nothing to do with the creative process that we can't we can't have a. Um, we need everybody to be LA based or that that can come in and be regional, and so I, again, I was replaced on that. But mm-hmm. it, again, it, it could be something that y- you did or didn't do. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily matter. Like if it, it, it just could be a decision about the corporate, you know. Right. CEO says no, yeah. no, no. We got to do this or this or that, and then the people have yeah. to Which, follow suit. You know, you know what happens? It's just as fans 
sometimes it's devastating. Yeah, that, it's devastating. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. Yeah, that voice changes. Because like, oh. at least with them, they got somebody to mimic me, mm -hmm. which was kind of a compliment. Yeah. But um, on the kind super, there's no mimicking at all. It's a completely different voice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they can get close, but yeah. yeah, you know, it's not exact. I mean, but that that brings up to another thing: is this what is, what exactly is your process of deciding on what a character should sound like? Yeah. You know, when somebody comes up to you and say, yeah. shows you a bunch of characters, says, we right. want you to voice this character. What process do you go through? That? I usually look at the character if there's a picture available, and then I read the description, and then I get a, a, an age range. And if they, they whatever description they have, I, I take that in first. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of think in my head, what would this character sound like? And fortunately, I had a lot of experience with that um, growing up, making up my own characters. Yep. So I have all kinds of different things I can do um, that aren't necessarily mimicking, which is good. I have mm -hmm. original voices. Um, so I just follow direction, and then I just lay down a track, and sometimes they'll let me um, do a second take. Mm -hmm. So I'll do one that I think is really good, and then I'll pitch it up a bit or, like, do a higher pitch version or a lower pitch version. Or I might even do some different inflections with the acting, and that's where the acting comes in. So um, it kind of depends on the project, but, um, you know, and I submit and just, like, oop, forget about it because – if you don't hear back, that means you didn't yeah. get cast, and that's fine. You move on to the next one. Yeah. But I mean, rejection is like so. <laughs> I've got you got to deal with rejection yeah. in this line yeah. of work. Yeah. I mean, the show you is, can't handle it. Then this so, is not the business get out of the for kitchen. You, right? yeah, exactly. So, so your story is by no means the commonplace for voice actors to. I mean, the road they take to become a voice actor. They don't go through music and yeah, all this kind of it thing was connection. Well, it, in so, some way, it can be connections. Yeah. But so. If you had, if you were, there was a voice actor, actress that was like, I want to break in mm -hmm. to the business. What would mm -hmm. be some advice that you would have for them? Yeah, I just, I actually just um, did a consult over the, over Zoom with a, a young up and coming voice actor in, in D.C. He's only 18 and he's already got like a home studio. So I was like basically did a consult with him, signed out where he, what his background is, how much experience do you have? Um, kind of feel out the situation. If he does, he live near a big city. Does he have an agent? Is he going to want an agent? What kind of voice acting or is he primarily wanting to do? Do you want to go into animation, cartoons, uh, audio books, radio commercials, ads, um, announcer, MC? Mm -hmm. um, do you want to do stuff on you know on camera, off camera? I mean, I'm just naturally going to be better at you know guiding and pointing someone in the right direction with my own personal experience, which has been yeah, the music, but the acting experience, the, um, and then the technical side of it, I kind of turned that over to my uh, manager, um, Dan Bradford. He works at a radio mm -hmm. station, and so he's around all this kind of stuff all the time, and he he does it full time where he's a production director. Mm -hmm. So he he puts together radio spots and then puts the music underneath them and produces them and stuff. So I kind of hand it over at that point because I don't I don't have the knowledge yet about technology right. as far as editing and coming up with a good mm -hmm. high quality audio sound file with a quick turnaround. Like we do that as a team, but I also right. provide my voice for him. So it's, sure. it works out great. Um, but I definitely, um, I think there's so much, there's so much more now that we've got the World Wide web yes. and so many avenues that I don't even know about to get into voice acting. You can just Google and there's free workshops or there's workshops that you can pay people who are actively in the industry that can really give you some honed in advice mm -hmm. about direction. So I do what I can, and then I pass them over, or I give them uh, ideas of websites I've used, mm -hmm. like Upwork or Voices123, where you can set up your own profile mm -hmm. and then just start. Whether you get paid or not really doesn't matter. It's a matter of just going through the motions of having a home studio 
and getting the right interface and the right software right. and then practicing and then getting a demo. You mm -hmm. absolutely have to get a demo. And you, are you going to just do character voices? Okay, that's fine. You could do a character demo for a minute and then you can do like a industrial one where it's your actual speaking voice mm -hmm. or maybe you reading some advertisement. So mm -hmm. I just kind of like, I take each one um, as one at a time, but I do get a lot of people asking me that at the actual meet and greets. Wow. And if I have time and there's not a line or there's not a lot going on, I'll just tell them right then and there, or we'll do a panel on it or something. <laughs> well, it must but, be a little different for you because people just can't hand you like a demo reel right off right. the table. Because I, it depends. Yeah, it depends. Cause I'll, uh, I write back to all my fans. I give them my card and they can write a form. Well, submission that's that's great. Yeah. 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 I love it. It's like my anime babies or my yeah. all over yeah. the world. And so I always write them back. That's another thing I do throughout the week when I've got time to do so. And, um, I, I point them in a direction or I refer them to somebody I might know in the mm -hmm. industry that I, I highly recommend. There's a studio here, Iolite studios, not too far from here, actually. And they do workshops all the time, and cool. they advertise for them, and then people kind of come come along and go through the motions of actually going into a booth and doing an actually ADR dubbing, where cool. you're dubbing an anime That's in cool. English, and then That's they can fantastic. come up with yeah. characters, and then we can kind of give them feedback. Yep, uh, kind of like a sort of like coaching, but we'll, but they have special guests, and I've nice. been invited to do that a couple times. Yeah, so. I've even noticed that at some of the cons that I've been to, there's been some of the. Um, uh, panels and that kind of thing that are actually devoted to voice acting or cosplaying or whatever, mm -hmm. and you get some. But yeah. They have some great, great. They'll have a, someone like you, you as a panelist. Hey, let's do saying, and people just bouncing questions off of them, like, mm -hmm. "How'd you get into the business? What should I do? I'm working on this. What do you right. think?" That's getting the your best ideas. way to do it. Is you got to ask questions yeah. because you just don't know any better. I mean, I was in a situation where I was already working. I, I, I don't want to call it full time because it was traveling and touring, so mm -hmm. it was like. You know, 250 days a year or whatever. Yeah. That's pretty. I think that's pretty yeah. much. Full yeah, that's time. pretty full time. Yeah, yeah it was that's like extra crazy well, uh, all the time. It's but. one of those things where everyone thinks it's easy. Yeah. You know? But the thing about it is, there's an old saying that professionals make it look easy. Yeah. Right. You see, I mean, you can have a natural talent, right? Um, already, which will only help. But you've got to hone your talent. Absolutely. And, absolutely. and you can be the most talented person in whatever profession. And if you're, if you're not asking questions, if you're not getting coaching or if you're not, you know, getting integrated into the industry um, in any way possible online or in person or then you're not going to learn um, and you're not going to be you're not going to meet people who can help you. Um, and then like, sometimes you people yeah. just not cut out to be voice actors. Yeah. And <laughs> some some of them just do it uh, as a hobby mm -hmm. and you can do it as a hobby and little and generate a small income or a large income, depending on, you know, cause it depends on the, the client. Cause some people's budgets are lower mm -hmm. and they'll, they're fine with an industrial voice. That's just doing a training video for mm -hmm. a company. And it may, it doesn't have to be some outlandish, amazing right. voice. It doesn't have to be Morgan Freeman. Or, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not, it's nice if you can get those. Yeah. Those well, I noticed a trend names, on YouTube where a lot of, Amateur voice actors will take a, a anime and just dub it themselves. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's cool. good practice. Yeah, I mean, I would have been doing that if I, I mean, oh. for me, that was my cassette I'm surprised you didn't do that. Dubbing cassettes <laughs> to cassettes. Okay, there we go, yeah. Well, it, the night is young. I'm, I'm like, like <laughs> I, can, I, I thought about doing that. Definitely, I can see you with your little mic and yeah. recording yourself. And well, make dubbing. it funny. Usually, yeah. I'm I'm silly. Yeah. I tend to go. No, I lean what? towards comedy. I know. I, just, oh, really? I, I never would have known you were serious. <laughs> Let's Man. be serious for a second. <laughs> so time's up. Ah! <laughs> so um, we talked about earlier. Earlier, you being busy. 
what are some things you have coming up where folks can come see you, can follow your work, can yeah. do all that? We want you. We want to know where we can find Stephanie. Yeah. So we can not. Right. I don't want to say stalk, but you know. Oh, it <laughs> be can a happen. fan. Be a right. fan. Right, fans yes. and some some. Yeah, my website is pretty much a, a good start. Just my name, stephanienadalni.com.com.com.com.com. I probably did that last time. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to throw a song in there somewhere. Yes. Um, and then uh, I, I post regularly where I'm going to be. Um, mm-hmm. This weekend is Missouri. It's funny. I had two Springfields back to back. I had a Springfield, Springfield, Georgia, and a Springfield, Missouri. Back to back Springfields. Now where's Illinois, right? Yeah, right. Are you um, gonna meet the Simpsons there? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> One of those Springfields. <laughs> right. Um, so um, it's it's an anime festival I'll be appearing at, um, and then I've, I'll, everything else will be on the website because I know this is gonna be cool. at some point outdated. So they'll be like, oh, yeah. it already happened. Yeah. But then I've got the big Vince Vance, Vince Vance and the Valiants, 52nd anniversary. We do still have tickets oh. available. What is oh, that? Awesome. So the twenty fifth of November, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, oh it's going to be in Dallas uh, at a place called Lone Star. I don't have the information in front of me, but I will be posting that on my Stephanie Nadalny voice actress page as well as on my website, and that'll be fun. There's still some tickets left, and that's going to be nice. really awesome, especially for people that are familiar with Vince Vance mm-hmm. or used to see Vince Vance in the eighties, nineties, or years ago. Well, the best decade for the music ever. Yeah, and it'll be a jam <laughs> right? session towards the end. So. Yeah. Um, and then I've got some stuff going on in Florida and F- Pennsylvania in December. Um, gonna be taking a break to see my father. Mm-hmm. Um, he's ailing, and and I gotta go go see him. I haven't seen him Absolutely. in about ten years, so oh, I gotta wow. go see my daddy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all of us. It's kind of at least for me, and probably for you too. To be in toward kind of December, everything kind of takes it, a break. It a actually bit. mellows for me. I, I mean, I get December busy before. In December, I think 10th, 10th are the two days that I'm... The two Saturdays. Then it's like after that, it's okay, rest of the month, we can just kind of... Chill. <sighs> Christmas yeah. stuff and kids, grandkids, all that kind of thing. And then, and then January... I clean. I get it's stuff right back done to it. In January, it's right back Start to it. Start doing for me. my I'm, taxes. I catch up. Right, yeah. I catch up on Tax, a ton ooh, of stuff. Don't say taxes. Man. I know. I don't want to talk you about taxes. Ruin a good conversation. Oh, well, it's a part of hey, life. Hey, that's part of life. Yeah. Yeah. What is the only thing that's certain in life is death, death and taxes. taxes. Yeah. Is right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. A part I will get it handled early. Get it over with. Yeah, yeah, no, that know. is a good time to play catch up for yep. some people. Now, some people work, work, work a lot. Like when I was in the show bands, I was working, working, working like crazy for the holidays, mm-hmm. and I still have oh, things I like bet. I did. For yeah, holiday weddings, shows, parties, weddings, yeah. New, Year's New Year's Eve. Eve. Oh my goodness, I haven't had a Which, New Year's Eve often. This, well, I have yeah. recently, but like New Year's <laughs> yeah. Eve was like, oh, oh that's yeah. where you make the big bucks yeah. in the show wow. bands. And so, Ben, what do you have coming up? Uh, well, I'm just working on my comics, uh, trying to stay afloat among the. Uh, the doom and gloom of the comic industry mm-hmm. right now. I think we're going through a rather tumultuous change right now in the comic industry. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly due. A lot of people are saying it's because of the economy. Oh, a yeah. lot of people are saying because it's just the content people are, or that the big two are putting out. Uh, there's all sorts of reasons why people think the comic industry is <clears throat> hitting the skids, so to speak. But, you know. Yeah. If uh, you've been in business as long as I have, you right. see it come and go. So yep. you just the collectors w- are out there. Yeah. Ride the oh, waves. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yep. I mean, so. I mean, I did you? I I read comic books. Ah, that <laughs> was a big deal for me. Did you really just ask if I read comics? I, I well, I mean, when wow. we uh, well, I mean now, but I, I mean, I like we, always, it was a part I of always, our oh, childhood. Always, yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised yeah. how many people just Archie, Richie, Rich. comics. Yeah. They don't I, read them. Yeah, they, they no, no, I actually, they, yeah. I mean, it's strictly a business. They don't care about the story. They just buy, flip, buy, flip. Yeah. Me, it's a way to generate yeah, it. I've, generate yeah. commerce. But it's one of those things that, you know, I love what I'm doing now just because I get to hang out with like-minded people. Yes. In fact, I said this um, 
on Twitter not too long ago. Well, it might have been like in September. Um, we went to um, Fan Expo in Dallas. And I was walking around, and I went strictly as a fan just to kind of – it's one of those I went to just to, to hang out. and Because John Bernthal was there from The Punisher and um, Vincent yeah. D'Onofrio, and it was really cool. But the thing is that it's like there's all these different from ethnicities to age gaps to whatever, and everybody just gets along. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the perfect melting pot where everybody just, yeah. all your differences and everything oh. stay outside. Sorry about that. Yay. Neil Diamond. <laughs> yeah. Time Yay. to wake up. Yeah. Wake up. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, all your, your differences just kind of stay at the door. And it's just this, it's just love and fun and acceptance and just great. And so I wish, yeah. I, man, man, I wish the world could be like a comic con where it's just kind of yeah. just like, just, it just everybody is just, every, yeah. And, and it's so much fun. It's it is fun. The best time I've ever had has been this year doing yeah. this. Yeah, um, and, and I think there's a folks like at, you. at some more than others a level of acceptance with the cosplay and really letting yes. people just be just be you be, be that misfit and misfit is yeah. I hope becoming more which was one of those things you know we and you fortunately were kind of a trailblazer in that you've always just you've been Stephanie no matter I've had what to. other people thought about you or you may yeah. appear oh she's yeah, man, she's what's a that mess. strange girl doing? <laughs> it was just always you were just you, and you're still you, which I appreciate so much for never changing. I oh, love thank that you. you are who yeah, you are. I, I had to, I had to, I had a rough time moving around a lot. I mm-hmm. was, I was ripped from school to school and place to place, and every time I would try to set up a camp or a fortress, it was just yeah. gone. Yeah. So I've had to. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse because you can put me anywhere, and I can kind of navigate, and I've got this resilience that had to be intact as a mm-hmm. very young child. And, uh, I mean, of course, I, I draw on and I draw a lot of strength from it because, um, you know, like I said, the hard times and this mm-hmm. this business is insidious and I love it and I stay I stay positive as often as I can. But there's a there is an insidiousness insidiousness there. And um, <coughs> that's unfortunate. But that, that that's can be found in any profession. Absolutely. There's anywhere. politics yeah. and yeah. anywhere. And um, but I think that, yeah, the comic cons and the meet and greets and all kinds of it's a like you said, it's a melting pot and there is mm-hmm. a level of more open understanding uh, and acceptance there yep. for fans of any and all pop culture. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a really a nice, safe place to be. And I yep. like that a lot of them stand by that. And if there's anything yeah. compromised, they, you know, they're asked to leave. Because yep. it really needs to be a place where people do come together and, and they are like-minded and mm-hmm. there's that level of acceptance. Yep. So, Yeah, so can't thank you enough again for joining us. Um, love pleasure. having you here. It's always oh, great to have you. Yeah. Oh, same, same. Yeah, this door is always open, so okay. whenever you want to drop in and just, hey, when are you I'm gonna doing one? I'm going to put my, one, my sleeping bag right by. here, yeah. and I'll just have <laughs> a little nap, up. and we'll get up and do it all over. <laughs> and so you can find um, all of Ste- Stephanie's contacts at stephaniedodonnie.com. Um, mm-hmm. She's also on Twitter. She's on Facebook. She's probably on Instagram. 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 I do have a TikTok. I've been putting some crazy, silly stuff up there, too. Oh, so have some TikTok. fun with that. Yeah, I've been having some fun. I've got cool. uh, the one thing I'm wanting to do more of is put my more of my music out there because a lot Absolutely. of my, a lot of the the anime fans with the voice acting have zero clue that I'm a singer and that's for me is where it all began now it's still the voice yes. but the, the singing they, and the music is the whole have they asked you to actually sing an anime opening for oh I have done that's funny you said that I've d- I did Yu Yu Hakusho Sayonara Bye Bye the oh, opening really? and closing to Kitty Grade and you hear that folks yes in case closed <laughs> and a lot of those are on my website um, you can find them on YouTube for whatever reason I'm not credited but they are on my website and 
Oh, why maybe there's a way. You? I'm not sure why. I, uh, Carl Finch was the the director of the music and the production. Mm. He was he was he was listed, oh. but I guess the vocal. That's an injustice that needs to be rectified. I know. I don't know <laughs> if that can be put on IMDb or whatever, but um, I'm gonna also be putting up my album and stuff like that. Hopefully on Spotify and CD Baby, and I'm also gonna try to get back in the studio. And I'm I'm actually working on a project. That, you know, obviously you can't talk about it, but yeah. it's a project that I'm working on with my first bass player in my first band at 18. Awesome. We're going to be working on a project together. We're writing songs for Sweet. a children's book. Awesome. That's cool. Well, yeah. it can't be, I don't know if it can be put on IMDb or not, but I'm pretty sure it can be updated on Wikipedia. So okay. That, that might be a little so bit. So those easier. changes may happen. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. So just super saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to throw the, the, yeah. the link. Absolutely. In. So, um, and I will, of course, tag you in our stuff on beyond the bubbles on twitter um we're also on facebook we um you can listen to us on youtube you can um spotify itunes all those uh, those formats please go hit the like button subscribe follow us let us know any input if you have any questions um Follow Stephanie around. Show up at random shows. I'm like where the she's Tasmanian at. devil, but yeah. like a really nice, sweet Tasmanian <laughs> yeah. devil. If she's That's not what Dan in calls your, me. Yeah, if she's not in your town now, she will be. Yes. <laughs> she's everywhere. Right. Or somewhere close. And anyway. don't forget about we uh speaking of us being from Durant, Oklahoma, Durant Middle School, which is where my my those are my people. Those are the ones I really <laughs> hey, didn't hey. want. I did not want to move away, you guys. We didn't I, want you to. I kind we of loved all you. came back. Well, Dallas is close. Well, we're, 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 we're happy vicinity. to have you here for sure. Yes, I feel more at home, <laughs> you know, in this region. And um, we do have the Texoma Comic Con coming up. It's a, a big first year con in Durant, Oklahoma, um, in February. That I think it's like around the twenty fourth. Yep. I think twenty twenty four. Be there, Ben? I I think so. I don't yeah, know. I think I'll have to double check. I think you're. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be fun. Come out and see us. Um, Again, um, just so you know, Ben will be at the Dallas Dallas Comic Show this weekend. I'm in Louisville. Louisville. I will be there as well with the booth. So you're going to come by and buy a comic from me. Go and have Ben do a commission on it. What a setup. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll love the staff. The staff, the volunteers, they're amazing people. They're like personal friends of mine now. So So everybody staying busy. Um, Again, thank you once again for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us out there. We appreciate it. Um, Please come back and see us again. Thanks, folks.